Um, hi, my name is Chris Perez. My name is Sergio Celis. And we're two um, senior students at Fort Collins High School in a government class. And we've decided to do a little bit of research on police body cams. And we've um, already interviewed our um, resource officer here at um, FCHS. Hi, I'm with Sergio here, and we're going to talk about um, some of the pros that he has um, uncovered with regards to police wearing body cams when they're out on duty. So, Sergio, can you tell the people like some of the things that you learned? Um, I learned that... Um... When police have the cameras, people have um, feel safe and feel like they can't get messed with with the police, and um, mostly it kind of kind of shows the police officers that when something really goes down, they have it on recording so they can't get in trouble for their actions, and people think it's safe and to for for every single everybody like agents people that deliver stuff for police all wear body cams because it's it benefits them more um how do people do did they did you learn anything about how people have a tendency to behave when they're on camera um yeah they're better than they're better at this time because for like whenever they the cops don't have body cams they could say what they want and then the people like people react to it in a different way and get mad about it so like now they like have body cams so they have it recorded so they won't know why they got mad or the reason why they getting mad the people are. Um, didn't when when you talked with um. Officer Cole, didn't he say something about how he actually felt like it's because they've worn body cameras, it's brought down the number of people that come back and want to complain and the police officers just say, well, here's the, here's how it really went down, you know, and here's the recording. And they see that, oh, because a lot of times these people were under the influence of alcohol or some Gross. type of a drug, right? Mm -hmm. So he was saying that those people realize, ooh, I was the one that was really acting like the jerk, right? Yeah. So overall, didn't um, Officer Cole feel like body cams were a good thing? Yeah, he did. Okay, so that's that's some of what we um, what Sergio has learn through his research. My initial reaction to get the camera, well, I didn't want one because I thought it was always just going to be used like negatively against us. Um, mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, look what he said to this person. Like he was mean to them or he, you know, like just yeah. silly stuff like that will come back and kind of bite you sometimes. Like, because the reality is, is some people don't respond to polite conversations about whatever's going on. Sometimes you have right. to, be a little less polite about things. Um, but the reality is, is I think the camera does 
it negates probably more complaints than than anything for us. Okay. Um, I was just talking to someone else. Their family is also in law enforcement, and their their relative just got a camera. And he was kind of like he was in the same mindset that I was when I, before I got one. Was I? He was he was like I don't want this. They're gonna second guess me, or I might second guess myself because because I have this camera, you know, like watching me. And what if they don't see it the way I'm seeing it? Um, you know, and all these different things. But the reality is, is that it protects us more than it than it ever hurts us, um, as long as you're trying to do the right thing. Um, so we're here talking now about um, the cons of having the police wear body cameras. And Sergio, what can you tell the people what you discovered about the things that aren't so great about body cameras? What's well, not great about body cameras, police had to pay for the footage, um, the recording, and it's like a lot of money, but the body cams ain't that really that good. Like some of the call, like some of the cameras don't show that much good, like good like viewish, or doesn't help the police, like um, record that good. Cause sometimes they're like right down the below the waist or on the shoulder, and so they they can't when they move they can't really like the camera can't really see what that what the police eyes see like behind them or the side of them or some other different ways to like explain. And it's hard sometimes because cops do get in one position to the point they have to wrestle or fight somebody. And sometimes like the camera gets knocked off or it breaks or they can't see nothing because they're blocking it. Yeah, isn't that what Officer Cole told you that, yeah. that he's been in some tussles where because his camera's on his shoulder. Yeah, it falls it, off. Yeah, it falls off. Um, but at least it's still getting the sounds and the talk that's yeah. going on. Um, what did Officer Cole say, too, about how much it's added to his paperwork? Um, officers must do... More? More duties to... Account for the footage. Okay. Yeah, they it makes it so that they have... I think what he was trying to say was um, it means that he has to fill out more paperwork. Uh, right? Yeah, more paperwork. Right. So, And that takes time. Um, again, though, in the end, everything that Officer Cole thought was a bad thing Really, he didn't he feel like the good of having the camera outweighed the bad? Yeah. All right. Thank you. It's just a matter of time, and it's more than anything, I think it's an expense piece that people have to figure out how to pay for these cameras. Yeah. Because um, they're and, not and cheap. The, well, and having to download and download hold and the data. Download the cameras yes. and break because they're not, right. not cheap. And the time that it takes, like you said, it lengthens you doing a report, you know, which is your time on the clock. But And like, and I, sorry, I'm kind of backtracking because there's one other piece that officers also get nervous because like, right, like my camera's pointed this way and it gets, it gets a big, a big view. Uh But like, if I'm looking this way and I see something, my camera's not picking any of that up. And now I turn and address this. Yeah. Like, oh, the guy's just standing there. Right. And you don't, you don't. You don't catch. It doesn't catch there's, everything. There's right. There's like some problems with the with the camera, right? Yeah. There's it's hard to see. Or there's like ones that go right here. Yeah, that's what we've seen on the videos. Um, and I'll 
coffee down here. Um, the ones right here, so like if whether I'm pointing my gun at someone or my taser at someone or I'm grabbing someone, like my hands are blocking that camera now. Now you right. don't see anything. see anything. Yeah. Um, and those those ones are the ones we have that go right here are like they're called a fishbowl lens. So yeah. they catch like almost 180. It's not quite. I don't think it's quite 180, but they catch like a huge portion. But if my hands are right here in front of it, and yeah. that's where you that's where police officers train themselves to like if something's gonna happen, you, you should have your hands at least somewhere close to your head to protect yeah. your head. Yeah. And if you're grabbing someone, your hands are likely going to be right here. Yeah. If you're yeah. pointing something at someone, it's probably going to be right in front of the camera. So, yeah. it, so there's a mis, there's a misconception, I think, that the camera solves everything and we're going to be able to, you know, the public's going to be able to see everything. Right. When in reality, I mean, there's no, and like this one is great kind of, but this one moves really easy up and down. Yeah. And so when I get into tussles or whatever people, it either is pointing up or falls off. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, there's just all these different... <laughs> They haven't figured out like the perfect camera right. yet um, to <laughs> capture. Yeah. We things. could put it in your eye. Yeah, put it in my <laughs> eye. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it for like some like what? Yeah, What's that called? Contact lenses. Contact yeah. Lenses and just record everything. Yeah. There, there you go. go. That'd be dope. Well, thank you, Mister Bull. You're welcome. You yeah. Thank man. you so much for shedding yeah. some light on for sure both sides. Yes. You know, we appreciate it. Harith Augustus on a Southside Chicago sidewalk. He pulls away when one officer tries to grab his wrist, revealing what police say is a semi-automatic weapon on his right hip. An officer opened fire when he appeared to reach for a gun. Decision to use lethal force is made in a split second, and it's based on the safety of the officer and also that surrounding community. People who knew Augustus say he worked as a barber and had a five-year-old daughter. People here are angry because this was a member of the community. He wasn't a bad person. Demonstrators converged near the shooting site Saturday, throwing bottles and trash, jumping on a squad car, and clashing with officers who responded with batons. There were four arrests, and some officers were hurt. How many shots? 16 shots! Yesterday, dozens gathered again for a march. We do believe in justice, and we have to make sure that we come together as a people. Some protesters said Saturday's incident was reminiscent of the deadly police shooting of 17-year-old Laquan McDonald in 2014. So after watching the YouTube video of the Chicago police shooting, the good thing was is the police officer's body camera did pick up footage showing that the suspect had a gun in his um, waist, um, pants along his waistline. And so even though people are upset and feel like the police are, you know, shooting people, the fact is, is they have proof from the video that in fact he was carrying a gun. So the footage of that helps. All right. My name is Sergio Solis and I'm with Mr. Wait, Mr. Cole, Mr. Cole, the officer, officer at Fort Collins High School. So how long have you been a police officer? Uh, I've been a police officer for eight years, two in Cheyenne, and then six here in Fort Collins. What made you decide to become an officer? Did you experience something that bad that you made you want to be an officer? 
Please help us. Um, I've just kind of, I've always had it in the back of my head for like a really long time that I wanted to be one. And then I knew I couldn't sit in an office all day long in a cubicle. So this was just something that kept me out and about. And I wanted to have a job where um, there was some meaning behind it. And I wasn't just crunching numbers or, or something else like that. Yeah. Do you have a wife or do you have any children? I do have a wife and we are expecting a child at any moment. So. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Good job, Cole. How does... Wait, really? How does having a family um, impact the way that you go about doing your job? Um, I think now with a, a child coming into the picture, it does change it for sure. Like I didn't, having a wife changed it a little bit, but um, she's also involved in law enforcement. She's just, she kind of understood. And um, But I think once you start having a family, it just puts... I don't know if pressure is the right word, but more emphasis on making sure that you come home every night or every day, uh, yeah. depending on where you're working in this job. Totally. Have you personally ever been in a situation where you were really scared, like, like a person could harm you, can tell you... Can you tell... Can you tell about, talk about it? Um, there's probably been a few different times where I don't necessarily say scared because I feel like I've trained enough. And that's not me, like an ego thing of being not being scared. Um, I was prepared. Yeah. Um, we, I've just felt like that I've always done a pretty good job of like mentally beforehand thinking about a lot of those situations um, and putting myself in those situations before they happen. Um, but I know like one time we had a, it's a pretty simple call really. It was just, Someone was shoplifting down at Coles. Yeah. Um, and as soon as we got there, I could tell he was likely high on something. Um, and I assumed meth. And so, but we couldn't really, we didn't, when we walked in there, he didn't have anything like in his hands or obviously under his shirt or anything. So we were, I was kind of like, well, hey, they said that you've been moping around here for like hours. Yeah. It's time for you to go. Um, and he was like, oh, I just want to go buy this watch and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So then I was like, well, and then it, I kind of left him alone. And as I was leaving, one of the employees at Kohl's was like, hey, we're like uh, like 90% sure he has, a red, I think it was a red shirt, um, somewhere on him. They're like, it's got to be stuffed in his like pants because we saw, you can see him on camera carry the red shirt in and it's not in the dressing room and all this stuff. So I was like, well, maybe I'll just wait for him to exit the store. Because there's, sometimes there's some, some tricky situations with like theft, like if they don't, take it out of the store sometimes then sometimes or you know past the point of sale and yeah. sometimes it doesn't necessarily count as theft so i was like well i'll make it real real clear if he walks out of the store with with it yeah. then, then we'll be good so we're like waiting outside waiting outside he doesn't he's like and then he's at the register and so i go in and i'm like hey is everything all right what's going on and they're like well he's trying to pay for this watch but he, his card isn't working and so we're waiting around and i was like all right man you need to wrap this up they need you out of here and so he was like okay so then I went back outside, waited for him to come out, and I was like, hey, so I've got some information that you might have a red shirt. Do you have the red shirt on you? And he's like, no, 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 no. And I was like, are you sure? Like, it's, I mean, dude, this is not that big of a deal. It's just like, if you have the shirt, hand it over so we can get yeah. this over with. So he's like, all right, I got it. And he lifts up his sweatshirt, and you can kind of see it tucked into his into his waistband, um, the shirt. 
So I'm like standing right next to him and I kind of like, I'm waiting for him to kind of, I'm like kind of holding his arm lightly to then grab the shirt from him. Well then as he's doing that, then all of a sudden he just like freaks out and he throws his hands into his sweatshirt and he's like, get away from me. He's like, I ain't going back to prison because he's in, he's on this meth, you know, he's just totally freaking out. Yeah. Um, so then we like, and I honestly don't remember like how we went from right next to him to being backed away. Like it was just like a total blackout moment, I guess. Yeah. But we apparently we just shoved him and then like stepped back and he pulled out a knife on us and he was like, oh. I'm not going back to prison. And like he had it, I mean, and he just kept saying stuff and eventually we talked him down. Like, yeah, I mean, cause if he would have charged us, we probably would, I mean, honestly, we probably would have had to shoot him because he was really close to us. I mean, there was no, yeah. Um, there was like, there's nowhere for us to go or anything for us to get behind. And, right. Um, so luckily he just stood there and then eventually he threw the knife away and we oh, thank him goodness. With, without any much of an incident, but situations like that can change very, very quickly. Um, that you don't, I know that was a long story to get to that, but it's just, um, it can be kind of crazy, kind of crazy when it's something simple. <laughs> well, so to ask a question, um, do you feel like had you had a body camera? Um, I mean, you guys didn't have to. He he willingly put it down. Mm -hmm. But I guess where we're our, our interview is about body mm -hmm. cams and should police wear them? And some for the safe. I mean, for the safety of you, mm -hmm. but then also so that other people can't say that you, you know, like when they're high like that, yeah. they don't remember. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, do you? No, I, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I don't, honestly, I can't remember if I had, I don't, I was like one of the last people to get a camera at our agency. Like we had a lot of them already, but I was like one of the last people to get them. Um, I can't remember if I had mine yet. I don't think I had mine, but I would guess one of the other two people there had it. Uh -huh. um, but anyways, I, I. In conclusion, I have learned that body cams are becoming a great part of Colorado police forces more and more. They seem to help more than harm. I personally think that body cams are great for police force and for people to be safe and know that some cups are good and some are bad or whatever, we'll know. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.